Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come froms in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. Everybody, it's a good day to be alive. I am so grateful that we get to spend time together again. Thank you uh, to all of you who continue to listen. It's so fun to engage with some of you, um, sort of uh, randomly, I guess. Sometimes when um, I run into people uh, online or even in person, and they say we listen to your podcast every week, and uh, that kind of feedback is just so fantastic. Um, it's really nice to know that, um, so many of the things that I'm sharing are landing with you. So thank you for listening. I'm glad to be together. So, um, maybe about a month ago, uh, actually it's more than that now, maybe five weeks ago, uh, I hired a personal trainer. Um, and it's the first time that I have ever, uh, done something like that. Now I, I heard someone say once, and I have subsequently repeated it, uh, never hire a coach, uh, that doesn't have a coach. <laughs> it seems kind of simple, right? But I know the first time that I heard it, I was like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That right. Never hire a coach, uh, who doesn't have a coach. Equally, I would say, and I say this, uh, mention this when I do public speaking uh, a lot of times, is, you know, don't hire a coach or a consultant or anybody like that that is not also a practitioner or someone who has actually done the work that they are training you in. You know, in, in the diversity space, a lot of times there are people everywhere who are, uh, you know, consultants or trainers around diversity, but have either uh, never worked in a diverse organization, uh, never built a diverse community, uh, never actually done anything uh, that involved different cultures. And so a lot of the things that people will tell you are either things that they read uh, or, you know, something that they grabbed from somebody else's presentation you want to make sure that you connect with people uh, who have the experience, that uh, they have the expertise, but they also have the experience of actually doing the work that they are now telling you to do. Um, and that's what I love about being a practitioner um, and having that experience uh, uh, as part of my life. So going back to coaches, uh, I do have my own coach. Many of you, if you've been following, listening to the podcast for a while, um, I introduced you to, to one of my coaches. His name is Scott Perry. He is my my primary coach uh, for business and life. Uh, and then I there's another person that I follow uh, in a part of his program who I follow. He's a coach. And then now I have a fitness coach. And as I mentioned, it's the first time I've ever done this. Um, but it was really important. You know, I'm coming up here in October uh, on a significant birthday. I'm 
delighted about that. And, you know, I have this list of top five things that I would like to see happen in my life. Top five things that I am pursuing every single day uh, that I would like to see to come fruition. And one of those things uh, was to get physically and stronger, I'm sorry, to get physically stronger and better each year. And I had realized that, you know, this was on my top five list, but really I hadn't uh, yet determined what the structure or the system would be uh, to make sure that that actually happens for me. And so uh, you may have he heard me say this uh, word before, but, you know, I like uh, trying to get congruent and aligned uh, with who I am as a person and the work that I, I long to do. And so I was feeling out of alignment, out of congruency uh, with, you know, with this one of the, you know, one of the top five things that I wanted to do. And that started to feel weird to me. And so I said, you know, I've got a coach for everything else. Um, I need a fitness coach. So I hired a fitness coach. And let me just tell you, if any of you have hired a personal trainer before, um, it is the best and most frightening thing uh, <laughs> maybe that you've ever done. Uh, the, the best thing is, is that this guy, uh, who's a guy that I've known for years, actually, this guy uh, gently pushes me to do some things that I didn't think that I could do or that I was scared to do. And you know, when I show up um, to do some of this physical activity, um, it's just as much about the mental aspect of the, the coaching and the training as it is the physical one. And what we've been working on the last uh, five weeks or so uh, is doing circuits, high intensity training. First time I've ever done any of this. I mean, in fact, you know, most of the movements that he's teaching me, um, they're all new, you know? I mean, it takes me a while to just get them and grab them and, and be able to actually perform them. And so I remember the first uh, or second week and I was really struggling, uh, just trying to, you know, get this circuit done and feel like I was doing a really good job. And what would happen is, you know, there are about six, five or six exercises in the circuit and you would do, you know, three to four sets. And what would happen is, you know, if there was an, a circuit that had six exercises in them, I would do an exercise and then I would take a break because I was winded. And then I would do another exercise and I would take a longer break, right? Cause I'm sweaty and I'm winded. And then I do another exercise and then I take a really long break. And one of the things that my coach said to me was, you know, for the, for the next set, he said, I want you to try to do these exercises without stopping, you know, or, or not, not without stopping, but without taking so much time in between. And so then uh, when he said that, my brain, because I tend to be a bit analytical, uh, my brain went to, okay, I have to get through six exercises. How am I supposed to do this exercise to exercise uh, without stopping. I need a strategy, right? And so then it dawned on me as I was doing one of these, uh, one of these sets that if I could just do the, you know, exercise one, right? And after I do exercise one, even if I'm winded or I'm scared, uh, or I want to give up or, you know, I'm not sure if I can continue to make it, after exercise one, if I could just get to the position, if I can just get to the place of the next exercise, um, the, 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 uh, the, the, 
the success level goes up, right? So if, for instance, if exercise one includes, you know, um, a tricep exercise, uh, and it's standing up and I'm using a, a kettlebell, right, to do a tricep exercise and I do my reps. And then the next exercise is usually on the floor. And if I could just drop down to the mat to get ready to do my planks or whatever it is, right, if I could just get to the place, if I could just get to the posture, if I could just get to the positioning to do the next thing, I found that my body now you know, feels a new position, it feels the mat, it feels that I'm in a new space and is more likely to just move forward and go ahead with the next exercise that I have to do. And so now I'm on the mat, right? And I'm there and, I'm, and I just start. And when I get there, this is the thing, my coach kept telling me, he would, you know, when we first started, he would say, you're, you're overthinking this. Don't overthink this, just do it. You just gotta get into it, get your body into it. And so that's what I would start to do. And I would get down to the mat. And if I could just get down to the mat and get to the place and just do one exercise in the next set, I found that I was able to start it a bit more rather than thinking about, okay, how am I gonna do this? How am I gonna get down to the mat? Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. All of those things, right? If I could just get down to the place. And then exercise three, you know, where I'd have to stand up and grab this eight pound medicine ball uh, and throw it to my trainer and he'd throw it back to me. You know, if I could just get up off the mat from the previous exercise, winded and sweaty and tired and concerned. And if I could just get to my feet and grab that medicine ball and just hold it, even if I had to wait and just hold it and hold it, because again, it signaled to my body that we're in position now. We have what we need and we're going to do it even if we have to pause just for a minute. You know, as I was thinking about what to share with you guys this week, um, this is the image that just kept coming back to my brain. And I think it's so powerful when we think about the work that we are trying to do cross-culturally. Many of you that listen, you are owners of companies, you are, uh, you are CEOs, you are vice presidents, you are uh, hu human resource officers, um, you are faith leaders, you are just individuals that are trying, trying to make some change. And I wanna encourage you as a strategy, and I've seen this happen all the time, if you can just keep moving, if you can just get to the next position, right? The, the next place on the mat, so to speak. If you can just grab the tools that you're going to need for the next thing to do, even if you feel a little winded, even if you need to stop for a minute, even if you need to take a break for a minute, if you can just get to the next place and be there and teach your body, teach your mind, teach your organization that we're going to do it. We are here. We are positioned. We are in place to make sure that this happens, oftentimes you can find that you don't have to take such a long break. You don't have to sit and overanalyze and overthink the next moves that you're going to make. And what happens is you're conditioning, uh, you're conditioning your organization, you're conditioning your staff, you're conditioning your home uh, to get ready for the next thing, to not give up even though you're tired, to not give up even if you're unsure. Because here's the other thing I've seen 
uh, in the last five weeks or so since I've been working with my trainer is in week five here, maybe I think we're going into week six this week. This is the first week that I've been able to see some noticeable changes in my body, uh, in my stamina, my resting heart rate, uh, all of those things. And it's been six weeks. But in order to see that, I need to commit to the process. And to commit to a process when I wasn't even sure what the, really, what the outcome was going to be. All I knew is that I just wanted to make sure that I wanted to be intentional with my physical strength and intentional with my body. And I didn't really know what the outcome would be. And it's just because I decided to commit. Many of you listening today, you're wondering, or you may be wondering, why you're not seeing the results that you want. You may be wondering, uh, you know, why are things not working? You know, why aren't you seeing the things you want to see in your organization, in your faith community, in your home? Why? And it's possible that maybe you just haven't committed. There's some of you right now that are owners of companies and organizations, and you may be in a space where you thought that if you just hired a consultant or just hired a coach, that the work is done, that that is the work, right? That that was the commitment. That maybe because you, you know, invested and now you have a budget item for it or a budget line for it, that now, you know, that's it, we did it. No, you didn't do it. You know, if I if I signed up and paid for sessions with my my personal trainer, it doesn't mean that I'm fit. It means that that is the beginning. That is the commitment to the change that I long to make. You know, it's interesting. Um, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about investment. And, um, you know, it, it, it is an investment to work with a coach or a consultant. Um, I share that with people all the time that would like to work with me. It's an investment. Um, but, you know, here's the deal. If my friend, who's the the trainer, wanted to do this with me for free, I'm not sure I'd be quite as committed. I had to have some skin in the game. I had to have some sacrifice. I had to have some investment in this process that showed that I was committed, not only to myself, but committed to another person. And there are many of you right now that, you know, I mean, I'm recording this podcast in, in August of 2021. We're in, you know, what they, what they, what do they call it? The dog days of summer here in the United States, at least. And some of you, you've hit August and you're wiped, (laughs) you know, you've hit August and you're trying to figure out how are you going to find the courage and the confidence to keep going, even just towards the end of the year. Some of you, you have, you know, at least a journey of five to 10 years before you see your vision come to fruition with regards to diversity. But how are you going to commit? How are you going to lean in? And I want to encourage you, as you remember the story that I told, is many times when you're trying to get to the next thing with regards to diversity and culture work, just try to get to the next position and complete the circuit, (laughs) right? Just get to the next position, grab your tools, 
grab the mindset you need, grab your team members, grab the information that you need, and then just do it. Don't overthink it. Don't stop and think about it too long. Don't stop and think about how winded you are or how scared you are because you will be in the exact same place this time next summer. Just get to the next position and you might surprise yourself about how much you have left in the tank and how much you have left to give and how much more that you can be a catalyst for change right where you are. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week.